Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Well, good morning. I I don't know how many times I've either taken or have uh, taught Financial Peace University with my wife. And actually, Otter's teaching it this time around, but I watched that that video and I almost get emotional. What? I get emotional about a financial video? But man, when you see that you can get free from the bondages of debt and the enslavement that money has on you, it makes you want to like jump up and down and scream for joy. Well, everybody get your life group catalog. Hold up your life group catalog for a moment. If you didn't get one, there's one on the door. I, I mean, out in the foyer on a table, you can grab that. But on the back right there under topic-based back page is FPU. It tells you something about it and when it's going to be offered. It's going to be offered here at the church uh, Sunday night. So you'll, that's one of your options of the many options. How many days until is our life group launch Sunday? How many days? 21. You saw that on the way in. So great job. So we're, we're going to be getting into our fall rhythms. We thought what better way to get into our fall rhythms than actually talking about what God thinks about rhythms. Do you realize that God cares about rhythms? And actually, the way that we've been designed is we are actually a living rhythm. Did you know that? Well, actually, there is an interesting study that took place. And if you don't get anything else about uh, this message today, you're going to get something about your health. And uh, so a study that was done in the UK with 90,000 people First of all, that means it's a massive study. They started looking at these rhythms that we have in our body and how does it affect us positively or negatively. Well, there is a rhythm that's called circadian rhythm. um, And this is really the rhythm of your body that kind of functions on this 24-hour cycle. This wake-sleep cycle. And by the way, there are certain things that happen in, in this time. Your body starts producing this thing that makes you want to go to sleep at certain times. Your body temperature rises and falls at certain times. Your body does a lot of things. I'm not going to go into the science of it. But what this study has shown, though, is that when people start living outside the regular rhythms that we've been designed with by God, that we realize that our health begins to fail. Now, why is this important? Because Those of you who have technology habits where you're laying in bed and looking at your phone, naughty, 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 it will make you very unhealthy because you stay up too late and your brain is already going too fast on some of these things where we should be starting to go to sleep. Well, here's the results. They found that, uh, by the way, night owls have 10% higher mortality rates. You want to live longer. Start going to bed on time. But here's what they said. If you are active at night and not active during the day, you're more likely to have depression, decreased feelings of well-being, your cognitive function, in other words, how well you think, decreases. So this, actually, by the way, they also say that your bipolar disorders and major depression happens when we mess with our sleep-wake cycles. It's the way God's designed us to be, have rhythms. So the first rhythm I'm going to talk about, which has nothing to do with the series, but this is the freebie, is go to bed at a good time and get up early in the morning. 
Okay, there we go. So moving right along. So God has made these rhythms. If you have your Bibles, turn to uh, Ecclesiastes. Solomon wrote most of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There's a couple things that I'm just going to be talking about with these rhythms. Now Solomon, remember we know Solomon for his wisdom. And uh, he wrote the book of Proverbs as well. But there got to be this point in time in Solomon's life where he started to say, you know, I've amassed all these riches and I've accomplished all these building projects and, and he got a little foolish and he had too many wives and too many horses and he finally got to this place where he started realizing he's a little more contemplative. He was going away from, I've got to conquer and conquer and isn't it amazing how you little age and older a little bit, you, you get to be a little more introspective. And this is what he says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. He's understanding, a man who's so wise, understanding that these rhythms that God has put in place for us. For everything there is a season, a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. Let me pause on there, but I just want to let you know for those of you dancers out there who got a little crazy this morning, I want to say, I'm, I'm so proud of you people who have that liberty. I just don't have that liberty. And and, you know, it's, it's okay to dance before the Lord. We want the attention on Jesus, not on you and your amazing dance moves. But, but I'm just like, that's amazing. Anyway, time to dance. That was a time to dance right there during worship. A time to cast away stones. A time to gather stones together. A time to embrace. A time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek. A time to loose. A time to keep. A time to cast away. A time to... Tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. You realize that in these times, there's this cyclical, that's why I love this graphic, rhythms. It shows this, um, this circle. And actually, that, that circadian word actually is Latin, circa, which is circle, Dia, which is day, these rhythmic circles. And, and we actually, today, we live in these things. We woke up this morning, it was chilly. That means we know that what season is upon us? Fall. Oh, pumpkin fest. We love that. We did start the fire in the little room over there this morning for all of you who were still wearing shorts this morning. But yes, we have these seasons, and everything's in these cycles, the tides. My daughter was surfing yesterday, and, and she was watching the tides coming and going, and all these rhythms. And we realize that actually, we function best when we can find our rhythm, and even better, God's rhythm for us. And that's what we're going to be talking about over the next three weeks um, going forward is we're going to be talking about what are these God rhythms that we need to put in our life this fall and making sure that they're the right rhythms to allow us to prosper, to succeed in our Christian living. Jesus himself had rhythms. Actually, you probably saw another verse up there, Genesis 2, 2. We'll just jump on there real quick. We'll realize that God also himself, the creator, well, actually Jesus did the creating with God, but 
he himself had a rhythm where it says this. And on that seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, God rested from all of his work that he had done in creation. And we know in the, in the Ten Commandments, we also have this commandment of keeping the Sabbath holy, separated for God, that day of rest. And so he's already built in these rhythms, these these things, and I know in our culture today, and I'm guilty of it too, I struggle with the Sabbath, but I also realize that when I struggle with the Sabbath, that I also notice my health isn't as strong. Maybe if listening to God's directions, maybe if listening to his natural way that he's designed us gives us greater strength and health. You see, actually, if you look at this slide, without proper rhythms in our lives, our physical and mental health starts to fail. And so we're going to try to help us over these next few weeks to say, okay, what are these rhythms? And know that it will actually begin to prosper your life. So God establishes these rhythms for our health and benefit, and Jesus himself had some interesting rhythms. You don't need to look up all of these verses, but in Mark chapter 1, verse 35, it says, Jesus got up early before all others while it was still dark to pray. How many people do that? Jesus did. And Luke chapter 5, verse 16, Jesus frequently withdrew from the crowds to a quiet place. So Jesus loved the crowds, but he also knew the importance of finding time to slip away to a quiet place, being quiet. Jesus understood that rhythm of crowds to quiet. Luke 19, 47, Jesus taught frequently in the temple. So this idea of temple worship or coming together and worshiping with a big group of people like we're doing here this morning, Jesus did that as well. And then Jesus loved meeting people in their homes and sharing a meal with them. Remember the story about Zacchaeus, who was a wee little man? A wee little man was he. He climbed up on a sycamore tree. And Jesus says, I'm coming to your house for a meal, and we get to hang out. And he spoke life into him in a small gathering in somebody's home. Jesus knew those rhythms of temple, to going into somebody's home, to crowds, to quiet places. Jesus also went to parties. Jesus liked the party. I don't always like the party, but Jesus liked the party. You know, I, I do really well in crowds, but then I do like those quiet times. The party is, gets a little crazy for me, you know, it's a little... I have a good friend who also is in this, she, she comes over to our house and makes these crazy meals, and she also is a crazy dancer. You might know her because she's sitting on the front row right here. We call her TT. And uh, she is the party. She's the life of the party. She gets her music going, and she gets in the kitchen, and she gets wild. And it's like, and she, and she just wants to talk all the time. And I said, there's a time to be to speak, and there's a time for quiet. And I said, I like the quiet time. She goes, oh, I'll respect that. I'll respect that. My Puerto Rican friend, thank you, TT, for stretching me in all these crazy areas. You see, Jesus loved to minister to the crowds, but he also ministered to his 
12, and even after his 12, he had three. Do you know who those three were that they thought they were the favorites? Peter, James, and John. You see, there, there seems to be these rhythms. And, you know, in our Western culture, we just go, 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 go. Everything's on all the time. We wake up in the morning, we check our phones. We, we go to bed at night, we check our phones. We're connected all the time. And so there's really hard to find these rhythms of this, this cadence, this rhythm of life that really helps us to be in tune to what the voice of God is saying, to be at a place of peace and rest in our life. You see, a rhythm with God, though, begins with a routine with God. A rhythm with God begins with a routine with God. And, and I am going to challenge us over these... I, I have gone out of puberty, I want to say. It's okay. I'm older now. So... Um, Man, that, was, that put me right back in my teenage years. That was crazy. So a rhythm with God begins with a routine with God. And we understand that what are those routines that we're going to put in place? And that's what these next three weeks are going to do. I'm not going to tell you what they are today. But you'll need to come back every week to understand. We're going to tackle three of these routines with God that become the rhythms with God that really will allow us to grow and prosper. But have you heard this expression, consistency is king? Consistency is king. Because you can't start this idea of getting into the fall habits and just say, I did it once. I want to start planting that idea for you because as you come back here each week and we start unpacking one of these other rhythms or routines with God that we we say, well, I did it for a few times. How many days does it take to form a habit? You'll know this. You don't know this. Okay. 21 days. Have you seen that? Everybody would say, yeah, well, most people would say it takes 21 days. Well, even though you said three, seven, some of you said 21, I want to tell you you're all wrong. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just telling you what the science says. Where we got this 21 days, though, this is fascinating because it just goes to show how popular a thought can become and then we think that it's fact. So this guy named Maxwell Maltz, he was a plastic surgeon in the 1950s. He started to make this observation that people after they would have a nose job or they'd have some other work done to their bodies, that it took about 21 days for them to kind of get used to the new look. And so he started noticing this, and he goes, I I wonder if there's some psychology to this that it takes 21 days to kind of shape your thinking around, change a a view on something. And then he also then talked about habits. So in the 1960s, he wrote a book about it and sold 30 million copies, which is amazing. And then everybody started thinking like, well, it must be scientifically proven that it takes 21 days to change a habit. Well, actually, the science around that tells you that it actually takes two months to eight months to actually change a habit or create a habit, depending on what it is that you're trying to either change or start. For everything is a season. Some things you need to end in your life. Some things you're going to need to begin in your life. 
but we understand that this, what's this new rhythm going to be. And I, I want to let you know that, that the two to eight months is important because sometimes we start things as like, I don't see the benefit right now. Well, I want to encourage you that maybe it takes a little bit longer to see the benefit or to get into the groove a little bit longer. So creating right expectations. So it's consistency is king because healthy habits start with being consistent and being that, getting them in a routine that we just keep doing this day in, day out, week in, week out, like a tide coming in and out, in and out. We like that the tide's consistent because we can know exactly what is going to happen. We like that our seasons are consistent. We know, well, maybe we don't like it's consistently winter around here, but we will know that it is going to be a winter fall first, then a winter season. We just know it. It doesn't, it doesn't play tricks on us. Like, we're not going to go from summer to winter. We know there's going to go summer, fall, winter. But I think for us, we live in this culture where we're kind of all over the place, all the time, and we wonder why we're not finding peace. We wonder why we feel a little schizophrenic sometimes. We wonder why it's just like we need to medicate ourselves to feel good. It's maybe because we're out of rhythm a little bit. Maybe we our te- technological advances as much as they're good, but it's forcing us to get outside of our natural rhythm that we have been designed with. So we're going to be talking about these three rhythms for successful Christian living. If the worship team wants to come back at this time, I want us to just pause for a moment. I want us to start thinking about our lives. I think we can rush into a a service like this and falls here and we get on the long pants and we get our sweaters out of the closet and we start, the kids are back in school and, and we're starting to figure out, you know, closing down the gardens and getting our yard picked up and we're starting to make these shifts and changes in life. But I wonder if we could just pause for a moment and say, where does God's rhythm fit in to that for me? Where's God's rhythm for me? I know for me, my, my journaling time, my, my devotional time has gotten a little sporadic over the summer. Just everything gets a little bit off kilter this summer. So I'm reflecting on that and I'm just saying, is, is what rhythm do I need with that? Think about some of those things that you once did. I also want you to think about this, and, and this is the point that I, I really want to action. Not only are you going to go to bed at a good time tonight, but this is the action for you today. I want you to be mindful of who is not here. People that you once saw, maybe before the summer months. And I want you to, this week, reach out to them and say, I've missed you, but could you come back to church? I want to see you. The reason being is because we believe that what we're going to be talking about for the next three weeks is going to help people grow, and we don't want them to miss out. 
knowing that I was going to ask you this today, I spent a little time myself thinking about people I haven't seen for a while. Thankfully, some of you are here today, so I'm glad you're here. But there's others who are still not here, and, and I think most of us can probably come up with a few people. Reach out to them this week and say, you know what, let's get back in the fall rhythm together. Would you come back to church? And then this week, I also then want you to, that's one action step. The final action step is make mindful of your habits. What do you do when you first wake up in the morning? I want you to think about that. Do you grab your phone right off the get-go? What do you do in your breaks? Do you even take a break? What do you do in a quiet time? Do you get a quiet time? What do you do at night before bed? What time do you go to bed? I want you to be mindful of some of the rhythms and habits that you have in your life and just kind of take some mental notes or some physical notes and bring them back with you on Sunday because chances are we're going to have to change some of those routines. So it's good to kind of say, already prepared to say, okay, these are the routines I have. If I'm going to change some of them, then I need to figure out what is my schedule, what's my rhythm. And I also know if you've got kids in school, you've got this fall sports season, I know it feels crazy. But you have to determine what rhythm is going to help you succeed in your relationship with the Lord for successful Christian living. You got that? You know you know your action points? You're going to go to bed early. That's a freebie. That only has to do with your health. You're going to find out who's not around here. You're going to call them this week, right? And then you're going to make mention of your habits. You realize that God has designed rhythms for you for a purpose. Our world has gotten us off track maybe a little bit. And we're going to try to get ourselves back into a good rhythm that's going to help us thrive. And we'll do that together. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for loving us. We thank you for giving us your word. We thank you for the design of who you've made us to be and the rhythms that you've already put in our lives. That I wonder when you talk about the Sabbath and the Ten Commandments, if, if maybe, Lord, it's because you knew the way you designed us and you knew the things that were going to be important for us to stay healthy and strong and find peace and have good mental health and physical health. In the quietness of this moment, Lord Jesus, I pray right now that you'd bring people to mind that have not been around for a while. And we'd make a determination to reach out this week. God, we would slow down our lives just long enough to make note of what we're doing in our lives. And we'd be willing to be open-handed to say, Jesus, when I come back to church either next Thursday or next 
Sunday. That I'd be open to changing my schedule, changing my rhythm, changing my routine, changing my cadence of life to align better to the way that you've designed us. We want to stay open to you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we want to stay open. Everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 